and then you just give them a little bit of parsley, and they're all fucking gone. I never thought that shit would work, but it did. But, uh, hey, everybody. It is me. Yeah, Stu McAllister with me as always are the dogs. I got Sadie Dog here on the couch uh, next to me. I got Ween Dog on the floor licking the carpet. Ween. Ween. Can you stop? Uh, don't know where the cats are. I'm assuming they're on the porch. It's a nice enough day. It's 71 degrees out. Uh, but how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good day? Yeah, it was. It was a good day. I know it. I'm sure of it. 100% absolutely positively sure you had a good day. Why? Because it's Thursday, everybody. It's Thursday, June 9th, 2020. Dose. It was a pretty good day weather-wise here. A little, uh, little overcast in Michigan. I drove all over the great state of Michigan. I was in uh, Davison and uh, Gibraltar and Saline and Brighton and Howell. <laughs> and I know a lot of you are going, those are all fake towns, Stu. You can't fucking fool me. And, uh, man, I wish they were fake fucking towns. I wish they were. Uh, I hate Davison. Not going to lie. And I, and I hate the guy who was a new placement today. For the, hey, for, uh, I forgot to do this. I am uh, Stu McAllister, host of the Elemental Podcast. I used to tell jokes for a living. used to do social work for a living. And now uh, I'm straight crushing life. <laughs> And by crushing, I mean I'm getting pounded into the ground. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so today it was uh, not a bad day of dots, but I had to go to Davison and uh, deliver a freezer to a guy. And boy, uh, after about three seconds, I wanted to punch him in the face. Just another guy who... Um, I don't, entitled's not the right word, but he definitely wanted this, that, everything else. Just a fucking pain in the ass. One of these guys who knows everything about everything, and, um, well, he can go fuck himself. He, he can go fuck himself. That gas station can burn down uh, tonight. Hopefully, a Dippin' Dots freezer does it. But uh, but there you go. Don't, don't go to the BP in Davison, Michigan. <laughs> I'll tell you to not fucking go, because fuck that guy. Fuck that guy, right in the fucking fuckhole. I'm not above about calling out assholes. I don't think you should be either. Assholes need to be called out. They need to not be given into. I think a good portion of the time, assholes are given into because people just don't want to bother or whatever this or that. I'm like, fuck them. Fuck the assholes. Oh, speaking of which, everybody, uh, I need to say this before I forget. For the Patreon listeners last night, <laughs> I stopped at uh, the, the, the last delivery that I had to do. I was driving off a freezer at a, uh, a residence. They're having a, I'm assuming a graduation party of some kind. I don't know. They, they were having a freezer dropped off for a party so I go to this house and I uh, 
I go to the front door to knock on the door, and they had a welcome mat out, and on the welcome mat was a pineapple. <laughs> and uh, for those who listen to the Patreon podcast uh, on Wednesday the 8th, uh, you'll get a kick out of that because I talked about stuff and pineapples signify something and I was like, what? I'm like, no fucking way. And then to actually see a pineapple on a welcome mat today, the day after I talked about it, it was very funny. And uh, who, who should open up the door though but a goddamn t- teenage boy. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not asking him about this thing. I never once saw the adults. I don't know if there was an adult in the house or not, but I just ended up talking to this teenage kid. No one came out to, to talk with me. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Take the freezer. I hope you choke on the dots. I hope you choke on the dots. I hope you choke on the dots. It would be pretty hard to choke on the dots considering it's ice cream, right? So last night after the podcast was done, I had to go to the Walgreens. I had to go to the Walgreens. It's my pharmacy. There's two Walgreens that are pretty close to my house. I don't go to the closest one. I go to the other one. The closest one is just a little too ghetto for my liking. It's a little too ghetto. It's the one probably about a mile down the road, a little better. So I go to that one, right? And, uh, you know, pharmacy's always in the back, so I go in the back, and you got to cut through the store. And I found over the last couple months that Walgreens sells, uh, I believe the term is called hangers. They sell these boxes of sports cards. And, uh, you know, they're like maybe, I don't know, 20 cards in a box, 30 cards maybe. And I think the term is hangers, I think. But they're like repackaged cards. They can be old cards. They can be new cards. They're not, they're all one sport. They can be tops or Donruss or score. They can be any kind of cards, as long as they're the same sport. At Walgreens, they have football and they have baseball. I'm not interested in baseball, so I just get football. So it's kind of one of those things I got to go in once a month if I get my meds. And usually then I will, uh, I'll purchase uh, one of these hangers. It's just it's just five bucks, and a good portion of the time, uh, the cards are just shit. <laughs> but every once in a while, you find something nice. You, you might find some autograph cards or some other weird things. I've never found anything that I was like, holy fuck. But you know, I, I occasionally get bills, cards, whatever. But when I went yesterday, I picked one up, and I was just going to pay for it at the pharmacy, and I had to wait in line. There were people there, so I'm looking at the box closely now because it's like repackaged cards you never know what's in them again but so some filthy dumb dirty dick had fucked with the package they had uh peeled apart the bottom of the package so that they could look into the box to see what was in the cards I hadn't noticed it at first, but then I noticed that it was kind of like ripped a little bit. They, they pulled apart the glue. And I was like, you motherfucks. Like, so now I don't know. Maybe they took out some of the cards, right? I don't know. So I went and I looked at the other box. They did the same thing to the other box. And then they did the same thing to one of the baseball boxes. They didn't, they left two of the baseball boxes alone. 
But I was like, God damn it, you don't, you filthy fucks. The box is only $5. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, everybody. You're probably not going to find a card that's worth even $5 in one of these fucking boxes. I've never found one. You, you do it because you're in for the surprise, the mystery. Uh, maybe I'll find uh, some cards that, you know, whatever. I mean, you, you know what's in these boxes ain't worth shit. So to see someone actually go through and essentially they vandalize the box, I was like, you fucking cunt. So I just put them back. I didn't buy them. I should have told, I should have told the employees about it. I didn't. I should have. I should have just said, hey, uh, you're turning into the ghetto Walgreens. <laughs> Maybe you should put these things behind uh, the the counter or something now because fuckers are fucking with it. Part of the reason why I didn't is I didn't want them to think that I fucking did it because I took the box and was standing in line. I didn't want them to think, well, I was standing in line, I'm fucking with the box to see what kind of shit fucking uh, St. Louis Rams card from 1986 I could have acquired. A fucking Mark Bulger. <laughs> Whatever. Right, God, it's just, it's disappointing. Just disappointing. I had talked on the Patreon a couple days ago. I think it was on the Patreon, maybe. No, I think it was the regular podcast on Monday about that Mac Jones card. It was a one-of-one one that a 13-year-old kid pulled out of a, a $1,300 box. That's Apparently, he didn't buy it at Walgreens. He got a, a $1,300 box worth of cards, and in the packs of the cards, he pulled out this Mac Jones one of one. And he ended up selling it for $100,000. And he sold it to uh, a, a company here in Grand Rapids, a, a football card, a sports card shop here in Grand Rapids, Johnny Ford. How weird is that? But I, I heard today that the card has now been sold twice. It was sold for like $125,000. And then it was sold again for like $160,000. And um, I'm going I'm to say to everybody, uh, particularly the person who bought the card for $160,000 or whatever, the person who now has this card in their possession, prepare for that card to be worth shit. Prepare for that card to be inserted into a repack at a Walgreens near you. Because Mac Jones is going to suck balls. Mac J Market. Mark Jones is going to be the next Sam Darnold. Mac Jones is going to wish that he was the next Baker Mayfield. That's what's going to happen to them. He's, he's going to have uh, a less than adequate career. And when he has a less than adequate career, that card ain't going to be worth shit. I don't care that it's one of one. I don't care that it's sparkly. Mac Jones is garbage. I honestly don't understand everybody. Why was there this crazy fervor over a Mac Jones card? The dude is shiitake. Sure, the Patriots had a winning season last year. They were 10 and 6 or whatever. Sure, they made the playoffs. They got fucking shy-lacked in the playoffs by the Bills, though. That's for certain. Mac Jones didn't do shit. 
So it's crazy to me that people are betting on this guy, this mediocre guy, to have some kind of stellar career that's going to make that card worth a lot of money. And I find it gross. I, again, that's the part of the hobby I find incredibly gross, this um, monetizing of it. I don't like it. You, you get in the hobby because you're, you like the cards, you like the players, you like whatever. But I, I keep seeing a lot of these dudes like, hey, these sports cards are going to be my 401k. It makes me go, God damn, I, I hope these sports cards become the next fucking version of Beanie Babies. And it's hot for a second, and then all of a sudden they ain't worth shit. You can't give these fucking things away. Pogs. Name me another fucking toy that was fucking worth a lot of money for like a second, and then it was worthless. Uh, I had a guy, uh, I got three football players that I'm interested in collecting. Like, clearly I'm interested in the Bills, so I'm interested in most Bills cards. And then the three players for me are uh, Case Keenum, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Tyrod Taylor. Coincidentally, all guys who either did play for the Bills or Case Keenum is currently the backup. And the reason I like those guys is because they've been on multiple teams and their career has been satisfactory. They're not complete shit, but these guys aren't going into the Hall of Fame. You know, I think Case Keenum has probably been on the least amount of teams, and I think he's been on like five. <laughs> so that's the reason why I like them, because I can probably f find a lot of their cards that are on a lot of different teams, and they'll probably be cheap. I had one guy try to sell me a card from last year from Tyrod Taylor when he played for the Chargers. It was a nice, another nice one of those Prism cards, but he was trying to sell it to me for $8. And I'm like, fuck you, I'm not paying $8 for this. Tyrod Taylor is not an investment card. His cards are not going to increase in value. None of those players' cards will increase in value. Other than Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I think some of his cards maybe only increased in uh, price because he recently retired, so there won't be any more cards. And I think it drummed up probably some interest in the cards. But he himself, his career was just fine, right? I mean, 17 years in the league, nine different fucking teams. It's crazy. I'm going to pay eight fucking bucks for a Tyrod Taylor. Get that fuck out of here. I wouldn't pay eight bucks for a one-of-one one Mac Jones card. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. So it's been a stellar day in the uh, Grand Rapids, West, West Michigan area. The police officer who murdered that guy in that traffic stop here in Grand Rapids uh, apparently, he has been arrested for second-degree murder. Holy fuck. Did I think that would happen? No. <laughs> Not going to lie. Sadly, I feel like everything's always going to be pretty much status quo. It's not to say that he'll get convicted of it, but he was charged with it. Second-degree murder. Mur a murder charge, is, my understanding is there was intent to kill, right? I think that's the difference between manslaughter. It was like, I don't think there was, an, someone may have died, but I don't think there was anyone's intent of killing anybody. So this guy had the intent of killing somebody. And I suppose when you're shooting somebody in the head, uh, there should be that belief that, uh, well, they're going to die. 
So uh, that's exciting news, right? That's that's great. And then um, in, in, in a little less a uh, little less death, <laughs> somebody got arrested. Fucking um, a, a candidate for governor here in the great state of Michigan, a guy that I am completely unaware of. I don't know. I had not heard of this dude's name. Apparently, though, there are many people trying to run for a GOP candidate in Michigan. Uh, they recently had to take, I think it was like five candidates off the ballot because they were all trying to get signatures to be put on the ballot. And either four or five of these fuck nuts had fake signatures. Oh my God. What? A politician was trying to fucking do things in a corrupt manner? <laughs> what? Unheard of. Well, this fuck, his name's Ryan Kelly. He lives out there in Allendale, which is where Grand Valley State University is. That's where I went to grad school, Grand Valley State. Although I was rarely on the main campus. I think in my two years of grad school, I was probably on the main campus less than half a dozen times. I never had to go out there. I didn't have classes out there. There was really no reason for me to go out there unless I went to like the library. And you're, I know a lot of you are like, Stu, why the fuck did you go to the library? Well, when I went to grad school, between 1995 and 1997, we didn't have this thing called the internet. And I just couldn't fucking hop on a computer or hop on a phone and look up shit. I actually had to go to goddamn computers to do research and get information. Fuck, I uh, I didn't even have a computer to type shit in. I had a word processor. I fucking loved that thing. It was a brother, the, the same company that makes goddamn sewing machines, made a fucking word processor, and I, I bought it, and I fucking loved that thing. And it had the, those hard, floppy disks that you would just put in them. I think it was great. It was like the size of like a little suitcase. <laughs> you could it had a handle so you could carry it around, and the keyboard was attached to it, and the screen was I don't know fucking uh, three inches by five inches maybe. God damn, I love that thing. I I don't know. I think I ended up donating it to like a Goodwill many many years ago. I cannot remember. Fucking love that. But anyway, so this guy, he lives out there in Allendale, and he's a huge piece of shit. And the FBI raided his house. Stu, why the fuck did the FBI uh, raid a politician's house? Good question, uh, listeners of the Elemental Podcast. Uh, well, this dumb fuck in his uh, infinite fuckery, he took part on the riot in the Capitol on January 6th. Holy shit, 2020. It's like over two years ago, this dumb fuck stormed the Capitol. And there is a picture of him. And God damn, he looks like a douchebag. He's got aviator glasses on. He's got a baseball cap on backwards. He's wearing what looks like a pea coat with jeans. And he's standing in the midst of all of these people. And he's yelling, and it appears as though he's flipping the double birds. <laughs> this could be the next governor of Michigan. No, no, this won't be uh, the next governor of Michigan because he was arrested by the FBI, and he will probably face charges. 
Apparently last summer, uh, the Michigan Democratic Party had a video of him at, at the thing, kind of where where I was talking about. He's, he's on top of wherever, giving everyone the double birds, and he was yelling. And apparently he was yelling, come on, let's go, this is it. This is, this is war, baby, this is war. What a fucking asshole, this fucking dude. Back in March of 2021, he told MLive, which is the uh, online Grand Rapids press, uh, pretty much all of the state of Michigan newspapers are a part of MLive, more or less. But he was speaking with MLive, and he goes, as far as going through any barricades or doing anything like that, I never took part in any forceful anything. Once things started getting crazy, I left as he's yelling, this is war! What a fucking idiot. He's been charged with knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building or grounds without lawful authority, disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds, knowingly engaging in an act of physical violence against person or property in a restricted building or grounds, and willfully injuring or committing any depredation against the property of the United States. What a fucking cunt. He's a douchebag, and he's out there in Allendale. And apparently, his only uh, political experience is like sitting on the town council of Allendale, which is a little shithole town. It's it's a farming community, Grand Valley State. The university was built in the middle of a cornfield. I mean, it's it's pretty big now. It's it's a relatively large school. I think it's got. 20,000, 30,000, something like that. It's Division 2. It's D2. <laughs> but uh, it's all right. But yeah, no, Allendale is fucking meth. Meth and corn. That's about out what's in Allendale. What a dick. What a fucking dick. Yeah, his previous experience of office was on his local township's planning commission. This is, this is the guy that I want as my fucking governor. I don't even know what this guy does for a living. You can't be on the planning commission and fucking make a living. I can't imagine. He's also a dumbass, too, because uh, he doesn't understand a lot of shit. He stormed the Capitol here in Lansing, in, in Michigan. He went to Lansing. He stormed it a couple of years ago when Gretchen Whitmer had the uh, COVID measures, right? And this guy, he likes keeping Confederate statues. That was a big thing in Allendale, too. They got a Confederate soldier statue for whatever reason in Allendale, Michigan. And this is this is the asshole's logic and reasoning. All right, who the fuck wants to vote for this fuck? But he goes, uh, to me, that's one step closer to being able to tear down other things that represent our history, like the Constitution. And that's a scary thing, Kelly told W. WMT News in June 2020 during the protest following the death of George Floyd. We need to celebrate our history to remember our history and why the freedom of slavery happened. It's because it's wrong in every capacity so we can if we continue to tear down things like this and erase our history, when do we erase the Constitution? Uh, well, you dumb fuck. There's a huge difference between a, a statue in the middle of a town, in the middle of a square, a statue, as opposed to the Constitution, which is in the, 
Washington, D.C., right, behind protective glass, a la Mo the Mona Lisa. I don't think we're going to forget history because a goddamn statue was taken down. <laughs> Are we going to forget the Constitution if someone were to tear it up and burn it and set it on fire? I don't think that would fucking happen, you fucking asshole. I don't need a goddamn reminder every fucking day about slavery, seeing a fucking statue of it. This is dumb. I saw a Confederate flag yesterday because uh, I live in the state of Michigan and I see Confederate flags all the time. Please don't tell me that the Confederate flag represents your heritage. It doesn't. It doesn't. And so I posted the picture of it on the Instagram at Stu McAllister, if any of you give a shit. It's up there. And I had some dumb asshole comment on it. He's like, if you don't like to look at it, don't look at it. And I'm like going, oh, God, are, are you trying to justify this shit? Are you trying to justify if I if I don't like something, just don't look away? I'm driving down the road, man. I'm driving down the road, and there's this flag in front of these people's houses. Again, just the Confederate flag, no American flag, no flag of the state of Michigan, no uh, it's funny. Usually the Confederate flag, if you look closely, you'll soon find a Trump 2024 or a don't tread on me flag. They go fairly hand in hand. Nope, just this Confederate flag. Explain to me why anybody in this country today would be flying alone just a Confederate flag. I find them treasonous. I feel like I should be allowed to go into their house and destroy their property because they clearly are not citizens of the United States of America. I, and as such, the rules in all the freedoms that are guaranteed citizens of the United States of America are not granted to them, and I should be able to go fuck up their shit. <laughs> Someone said, how much would it cost for you to burn it? <laughs> and I said, hey, I'll burn it for free. You're just going to need me, uh, you're going to need to pay me a lot to steal that fucking thing. Fucking assholes. Fucking asshole. Just drive up north. It's funny. The farther north you get in Michigan, the farther south you are. Bunch of dumb fucking hillbillies. Bunch of dumb fucking hillbillies. Fucking dumb fucking what? Fucking hillbillies. Dumb fucking hillbillies. I hate them. Um, all right. Back in Buffalo, that's where I grew up, everybody, for the new listeners. I grew up in the Buffalo, New York area. There's a weird story going on in uh, Lakeview, New York. Now, I'm not going to lie, I don't know where the fuck Lakeview, New York is. There's a lot of shithole towns in New York. New York's very similar to Michigan. A lot of, you know, there's metropolitan areas, clearly. But then there's just a lot of shit. And I'm sure Lakeview is in the middle of this shit. But there was a there was a mystery afoot in good old Lakeview. Some weird shit was going on. <laughs> You're like, oh god, what kind of weird shit was going on in Lakeview? Well, uh, for approximately a year, <laughs> someone was driving past the house of Edward and Cheryl Patton. And every night, they were throwing garbage out their car window onto their lawn. 
almost every day one or two McDonald cups came flying out soggy cigarette butts all sorts of weird shit now they put up security cameras security cameras they were doing their best to try and figure out who this fuck was but they were having zero fucking luck they had collected 10 trash bags worth of garbage from this filthy fuck and you know that's not random everybody you know i can see like once twice right you get more than twice this shit's not random right Every once in a while, I'll find garbage in my yard. Usually, it's like a fucking liquor bottle. <laughs> a liquor bottle uh, and a candy wrapper. So, it's probably the kids. <laughs> Drinking their Mad Dog. Pounding their Snickers bars. Throwing shit in the crazy neighbor's yard. That's what they're doing. So, finally... After appealing to neighbors and the police, they were able to identify the car and the license plate. And they caught the fucker. They caught him. They caught that filthy fuck. And do you guys know what his name was? <laughs> do you know what his name was? His name, everybody, was Ryan Kelly. The Republican candidate for governor of Michigan? Yes. No, I take it back, everybody. It wasn't him. His name was Larry Pope. Bad Larry? Bad Larry was throwing shit on the Patton's house? Yup. And the reason, oh my God, Larry worked with Cheryl. The two of them were co-workers. And Larry considered Cheryl a nemesis. <laughs> We all have nemesis, everybody, right? You have a nemesis. I don't think I do, though. I take it back. I don't think I have a nemesis. I have people I hate. I got coworkers that I fucking dislike. I don't consider any of them nemesis, though. Because nobody has the same amount of power or influence that I do. I don't have a nemesis. I have nem I had nemesis in the past. I had a nemesis at uh, Pine Rest, the psych hospital that he worked at. God, what was his name? Bob, it was Bob something Dutch. Bob Vandermolen Dykenschleich. I think that was his name. Vandermolen Dykenschleich. That was his name for sure. He, he was my nemesis. I hated that fucking guy. Hated him. But Larry hated Cheryl. Because they clashed over union issues. <laughs> so he was like, well, Cheryl, take this shit. Clean up my McDonald's coffee, you bitch. So he was charged with harassment and cited for a traffic infraction for throwing refuse on the roadway. Huh. He, had to, he had to write them an apology. He had to give them restitution of over $2,700. His apology consisted of only four lines. <laughs> I would like to apologize to Mr. and Mrs. Pad for my compulsive behavior of littering. I meant no harm. I'm very remorseful for any problems that I may have caused you or your family. I've learned a valuable lesson from my poor judgment. Doesn't that sound like an apology that a kid who got busted for something in school would write? 
I am sorry that I walked through your yard. I have learned my lesson, or whatever. I am sorry that I called your son horrible, uh, anti-Semitic anti words. I have learned my lesson. <laughs> so they still have, for whatever reason, these old fucks are crazy. Because they kept these 10 bags of garbage. And the guy's like, well, now that the, the case is closed, I'm considering selling it on eBay. <laughs> what? He goes, official crime scene evidence from the great cupcaper. Maybe they'll sell. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, there are lunatics out there, but usually they want stuff from like a serial killer kind of thing. Serial rapist. Just awful shit. Not fucking the, the mass litterer. No one gives a shit about that shit. That's just funny to me. I can't imagine like having that much like hatred in your heart that you're going to go to someone's house every day and throw litter on their fucking yard. That's crazy to me. Like, that's a, that's too much. He should have paid them more. And he should have spent time in fucking jail. <laughs> Getting pegged. <laughs> that's what I think. Every time you got you go to jail, everybody gets pegged. I think that's the rules, right? Isn't that how it works? I was driving the new van. I got to go back to the van for a second. I was driving the new van today, and it's pretty new. I think it's a year old. And it's got, like, I'm driving it. And it kept telling me to keep both hands on the steering wheel. I got one hand on the steering wheel. And it's like, both hands on the steering wheel. And I'm like, are you my fucking mom? Get the fuck out. I'll do what I want, you dumb fuck. And then it had this, uh, I've never had one of these before because I don't have a new fancy vehicle. But uh, it had like a crazy crash warning thing on it. I was like, why are you warning me of a crash? Because what was going on is there was a car that was turning right and it was going a little slow and I guess I came up on it and so the fucking sensor thought I was going to crash into this guy turning right. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, how do I turn this off? I don't need this shit. I don't need the goddamn van telling me to keep my hands at uh, 10 and 2. I keep my knees at 7 and 5. That's all you need to be concerned with. Seven and five. All right. I'm going to end on this, I think. I don't know. Have you got, well, have you guys, there was a woman on Twitter today. This is, this is an aside. There was a woman on Twitter today who go, who went, I have taken 11 cruises and I would take 11 more. I love them. And I think everybody should take a cruise. And I'll tell you, I have taken a cruise and it was one of the worst fucking vacations I've ever had. <laughs> would not recommend. I, I uh, We did a week-long Caribbean cruise and there were four couples. And I think by the time the weekend was over, they were... Uh, Everybody had argued with their significant others. It was all, it was not good. It was, it was ungood. And I actually think one of the couples on the ride 
flight home, we all flew from Grand Rapids down to Miami. On the flight home, they, they weren't even sitting to e with each other. It was just fucking, it was awful. I did not like it. I did not like the cruise. I did not like the food. I did not like being on the boat. I did not like being around all these people all the time. It was the same people all the fucking time. I didn't like, there were so many fucking kids. I didn't like the, the uh, entertainment. Like I saw a couple of comedians who were on the cruise. They were all shit. Uh, cruise comedy is the worst. It's very hokey. Because it's they want it to be family oriented. I'm like fuck me, man. God damn, my family wants people to say fuck. <laughs> so I would not recommend. I would never take another cruise ever. Never, 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 ever, never, never. Even if it was like all adult or whatever. Like no, I, no, I'm gonna pass. But she was all about it. I would rather instead. I had a great time. Uh, when I was in Europe, went to England and I spent like almost two weeks there. I was in, uh, England and Wales and Ireland and Scotland. And we stayed in uh like bed and breakfast and things like that nature. It was great. Love that much, much more so. And the reason I bring it all up is because there was someone in Wales who set a Guinness book of world records, right? And for the most part, I think Guinness book of world records it's pretty pretty irrelevant, right? Apparently, the first one started in 1954, just keeping track of shit. And, that, and now it's just like, hey, I, I got the record for most rubber bands wrapped around my wing-wang. Like, no, no, all these things are just dumb. They're dumb. But this guy did something that I was like, holy shit, this is something that a person should brag about. This guy's from Wales. And what he did to get into the Guinness Book of World Records, he set the record for most pubs visited in 24 hours. Holy shit. Apparently, the record was 51. 51 pubs. Now, I don't know what that means. I mean, does you just go in and then you gotta you gotta have a beer or like what? Like, I don't understand. In an attempt to cut down on the risk of alcohol poisoning, because I can only assume you're going to get alcohol poisoning if you go to 51 pubs in 24 hours, Guinness doesn't require anyone trying to break this record to actually consume any alcohol. They're permitted to add a tally to their total as long as they purchase and consume any type of drink. Okay, so there's that. I thought I was like, what, are you just saying like as long as I walk in, I, it counts? Holy shit. Murphy did throw uh, this guy's name, what was it? I don't think I said his name. 29-year-old man, Gareth Murphy. Huh. He did throw back some beer during the journey. It officially kicked off at 10 in the morning. And juice apparently was his drink of choice. He had 8.6 pints of orange juice, 5 pints of apple juice, 1.8 pints of beer. Ah, oh, you big old puss puss. Only 1.8 pints? 0.8 pints of lemonade. Half a pint of Diet Pepsi. Gross. 0.4 pints of Tango. What the fuck is Tango? 0.33 pints of Blackcurrant Cordial. 0.2 pints of Coca-Cola. 0.2 pints of Guinness. 0.2 pints of Cranberry Juice. Hmm. That sounds like something I could beat if they're saying, like, you don't have to fucking uh, drink beer, drink liquor. 
But then it becomes like, you, you got to have a lot clearly in a uh, fucking area, right? He was in Cardiff, the town of Cardiff. Ah, good for him. Good for Gareth. He did it. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Wayne, what are you doing up there? Get down. Get down. Wayne, get down. Thank you. All right, everybody, that's it. Oh, hi, Wayne. You can give me a kissy? She came over. She's getting right in my face. Oh, that's to give me kissies. Get out of here. You know I don't like kissies. Uh, all right, everybody, that's it. I am done. If you guys can do me a solid, go like the Facebook page, go like the Twitter page, go check out my Macari store. I've actually sold a couple things lately, not necessarily through Macari, but because I've been posting things up on Macari on my Facebook. So uh, if you guys are interested, it's mostly sports shit. I sold a, a St. Louis Cardinals pullover from the 2011 World Series run, super nice. I sold a uh, 32 of those like gumball football helmets, brand new, sold those. Got all sorts of sports shit. Uh, links on my Instagram, my Facebook, and uh, my Twitter. If you can't find it, let me know, and I will give it to you. If you guys can uh, do me a solid, go check out these four things. Go check out the Sunday Slaw on Facebook. That's Adam and 70 House, the married couple who eats a lot of coleslaw. Maybe they should try to get in the Guinness Book of World Records the most coleslaw consumed in uh, 24 hours. Maybe they should do that. Uh, so go check them out on Facebook, The Sunday Slaw. And Adam sells homes too. So if you got any questions about real estate, you can message him over there and he can uh, help you sell a home, buy a home, or anything else. So go check him out, The Sunday Slaw. Then check out Matt Harper. Matt Harper Art. Over on Instagram and TikTok. If any of you guys are children and you're on TikTok, go check him out. Matt uh, creates art. He sells art. Buy art from him. Or commission him to draw something for you. He can do that too. So go check him out. Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Then we got uh, Magic JBM, John Badass Midgley. Is a magician, he's an artist, he's a social worker, he's an all-around great human being. Go check out his page for all the magic stuff, Magic JBM. And then last but not least, Bear Boards and Tables. They got a Facebook page, they got an Instagram page. What does Bear Boards and Tables do? Well, that's Mark, my main man Mark. He's got himself a bandsaw of some kind, and he goes around and he makes knickknacks. You know, cutting boards, keychains, all sorts of cool shit. So uh, if you go check him out on Facebook and Instagram, you'll see what he has for sale. He's got a store on Macari. And if you purchase anything from him, mention the Elemental Podcast, get that 10% discount. Do it. Uh, and then if you guys consider subscribing to my Patreon, that'd be great. What's the Patreon, Stu? Well, it is a paywall where uh, people can put things up for sale. Like, you know, it can be a podcast, it can be writings, it can be anything else. And so for me, it's just this podcast. It is the same podcast, just more of the podcast. So freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. I pretty much podcast uh, on Patreon almost every other day of the week. So if you like this shit, you'll love that shit because it's the same shit, just more of the shit. Uh, so there we go. So please, please consider that. Just five bucks a month. That's it. That's it, everybody. Just five bucks a month. So that's it. I am done. 
I will see you guys on Monday for the freebie, or I will see you guys tomorrow for the Patreon. Thanks for listening, everybody. I love you. Take care. Have a good one. Okay, bye.